Welcome to the Financial Philosophers Podcast, where we explore the nuances of personal finance, improve our financial literacy, and empower ourselves to achieve financial freedom. Come nerd out with us, and let's take this journey together. Welcome back, everyone. Today, we're doing another few cents mini episode before we drop our full length episode this Thursday. Danny, I got a good quote I wanted to share with you and oh, thought we'd awesome. just chat about it for a minute. Yeah. This one's by um, Mr. Benjamin Franklin. Okay. Uh, Hopefully it's an oldie but a while. goodie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The quote that I found goes something along the lines of this. Beware of little expenses. A small leak will sink a great ship. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. What, what comes to mind? When you hear that quote, uh, what's the first thing you think uh, first of? First off, jokingly, no more coffee runs. <laughs> Little expenses, right? Uh, but yeah, you know, get in control of your spending. And if you don't know what you're spending or you don't have some budgeting in place, then it's very easy to spend small amounts on stuff every day. And uh, it adds up over time. If you spend... Yeah. $10, right? $10 a day on random things. And there's 365 days in a year. Then at the end of that year, you've just spent over or on your way to $4,000. Right. So it, it, it adds up. And if you had, let's say invested that $4,000 that can grow to a lot, you know, especially if you're investing it early in life and then letting it compound. The first thing I thought of when I read that quote was, our episode eight, the budgeting imperative. Okay. Uh, that reminded me of some things we talked about there that seem relevant to the quote. But, you know, if you're not to make, make a lame joke about our KYS, know your stuff, but let, let's take the ship uh, analogy that that uh, Ben Franklin gave us here. KYS, know your ship, right? <laughs> like If there are holes in it and there's a small leak here and there, it's going to catch up on you, especially if you don't know those leaks are happening. That's the whole point of knowing your ship or in our case, knowing your okay, stuff. That's fair. I want to flip this concept really quick, right? Cause it's easy to draw the analogy to spending and like these expenses, little expenses add up, right? But let's talk about, let's flip it to the savings side. Okay. How many dollars does it take to get to 1 million? Hmm. To, Is this a trick question? No, no. no. Okay. It literally it's, it's 1 million, $1 bills, right? Like that, and I feel like that's can, kind of a trick question. <laughs> <laughs> it's a million it one dollar bills you know yeah one million dollars is made up of one million one dollar bills okay and there are two ways you can make up that sum either by contributing everything you can towards a million dollar goal if just using this as a hypothetical goal here and the growth that any of your savings or investments yield also produce dollar bills that contribute okay. towards this goal right it's also now, it's also made up of 100 million pennies <laughs> oh i'm not a penny pincher but i do appreciate the uh the numbers there danny <laughs> true true i won't even bend down to pick a penny up your your hourly rate uh, from lifestyle returns is just much greater than bending over to pick up a penny right you can better spend elsewhere back to the point though think about this for a minute i want to go back to something i said on a prior another few cents episode we did where I proposed the would you rather have $1,000 now or yeah. 1115 months from now, right? Okay. When I proposed it in terms of dollars, 
it didn't seem as enticing. But if I had never told you what dollar amount you get in the future, I just gave you a return like 10.54% in the the $1,300 30-month example I gave. That sounds much more enticing because most people, when they hear, when they look at a bank account or a high-yield savings or annualized investment returns, most people are not immediately calculating in their head, oh, that's this much in terms of dollar amounts, right? Correct. They just see the percentage and they think that's awesome. But some people have this mindset of stop worrying about how much you're spending on coffee or these little things, right? These little leaks in your ship, if you will. That's not going to move the needle to getting you to saving a million dollars, for example. I'm going to disagree because people underestimate just how much they need to be contributing early on okay in order for their portfolio to hit critical mass yep. to the point where the returns themselves are then driving the portfolio right here's a story i've got i was working with a client once some years ago and they wanted to contribute towards their grandchild's education so they opened a 529 account okay they put 500 dollars in it they didn't have a lot of money to, to put towards the school but they put in 500 and Two years later, they came in and they were asking like, hey, how's the, how's the 529 doing that I opened for my grandchild? I'm like, oh, it's, it's really doing well. And they were like, well, how much money's in there now? And I think we said something like, I don't know, seven or $800. Okay. Right? And they had a comment like, I put that in two years ago. How has it only grown to seven like, or $800? I put in 500 two years ago. And I had, I had this breakthrough in my okay. head. I was like, whoa, whoa, like the, you had an annualized return over the past two years of in the 20%. That's right? amazing. Like it was like 20, yeah. 23 or 25% <laughs> annualized return for two years in a row because it was a really hot period in the market, right? It was a bull run. And they couldn't believe that, that the account wasn't a couple thousand dollars, right? Like, you know, two years have passed. What's going on? And it just really opened up my mind to this concept that even with those great returns, that's not going to move the needle contributing a lot in the beginning is going to move that needle. And how do you contribute? You're mindful of where your dollars are going. If you're That's true. incrementally spending a lot on these these little leaks in your ship, it's going to be difficult to get those contributions going, right? $500 growing at 20 plus percent annualized is great, but imagine if you were contributing 1000 every yeah. year or let's or let's, let's take it up. Year. Let's say you lump sum invested $100,000. Right? right? And it's 20% every year. I mean, what do you end up with then? It's right. It's a huge number comparative. I mean, you wouldn't have quite hit 200K, but you'd be looking what over 150,000 at that point, right? Yeah. Yeah. Probably around 150 plus. Yep. And that's, that's when you're, you can start to get a glimpse of like, oh, okay, this, this dollar amount is starting to hit critical mass. And now when these returns hit, they're just, they really swing that dollar value up. Absolutely. And so that's just to emphasize, yeah, just how important it is to focus on contributions early on, not returns. People get so obsessed about chasing returns when in reality, you should be really focusing on increasing those contributions yeah. until they hit a mass level of assets. Get get that capital yeah. into the market to work for you now. And, you know, a decade from now, you are going, if you have been consistent with it, you are going to see enormous benefits from that um you you have to have that capital in the market and you have to give it time in the market right it's it's not a get rich quick scheme and if anyone tries to sell you on that run away because it takes diligence and time and then you'll eventually get to the point where that compound growth has your portfolio 
and your investments working harder than even what you yourself can con- can contribute on an annual basis. Absolutely. There will be a day where you are not able to contribute enough to exceed what the portfolio itself is then growing by just on its returns alone. But until you hit that point, you've got to contribute more. And I think, I know it's a small leak, we'll sink a great ship, it's talking about expenses, but it's an interesting thought experiment to think about that quote and how you can flip it and and spin it when it comes to actually saving those dollars. Yeah. Because people underestimate just how how impactful they are. I want to add in, I don't don't want people to go crazy over those small expenses. Basically, you have to get a handle on them, pare them down, get your savings and your finances to where they need to be. And then you can add back in those expenses that really matter to you and that improve your day-to-day life. Nice. Yeah, that's well said. Awesome. Well, Danny, thanks for entertaining me yeah, with this quote. And you uh, as well. Thank you, Mr. Benjamin Franklin, for that quote. And to our <laughs> listeners, hope you enjoyed it. And we will see you this Thursday. All opinions expressed in this program are for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for any investment decisions or financial advice. Always remember that investing involves risk and the possible loss of principal capital. Please seek advice from a qualified professional before making any important financial decisions.